¡Órale! ¡Sí, señor! Uh, bienvenidos and welcome to the Familia FFP Podcast. I'm Jorge Georgi Martín, and here are my primos, Ricky Torres and Hector Reyes. How are we doing, boys? What's up, guys? Uh, Good. Just relaxing here. Finished drinking my old-fashioned right now. A little I, Elijah Craig bourbon, some house-made simple syrup, some orange in there, a little bit of uh, some bitters. Some uh, Angostura bitters. Just lovely, That's lovely, lovely. Super delicious. Beautiful, beautiful. I uh, I was tired from a whole 13-hour shift at work. Grabbed the first alcoholic beverage I could, which was a ruby grapefruit white claw. Boom. And I decided to give it the uh, respect it deserves, and I put it in a red Solo cup. There you go. So, it's but you know summer. what? It hit the spot. Go. Red, Red Solo Cub. Isn't there a song about that? There is. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember songs. who sings that. Who, I, don't know. I, I can't remember. I can't remember who sang that song. It's some. It's some country song. I do remember country one. Guy. Oh man, I, I, a Dodger player one time as uh, you know in rookie initiation had to sing that song uh, <laughs> in front of the whole clubhouse. It was uh, he had a cowboy hat and is nice, hilarious. <laughs> That's a beautiful and, and he thing. He was wearing and he was wearing red solo cups, so it was bingo. It, it was a great thing, you know. It's gotta be uh, fun. But yeah, that stuff. Yeah, it was kind of fun. <laughs> it was kind of fun. That, that kind of crazy stuff. Uh, but yeah, everybody, gracias for joining us. Uh, como siempre, es un uh, placer. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, make sure to check out our website at familiaffb.com, as well as our social media channels at familiaffb on in Twitter and Instagram, as well as our Facebook page. Wow, uh, primos, you know, we uh, we got to dive in right away into some cheese, man. Cheese, man. Lots going uh, on. Crazy. Big, wow. Big news. Big news coming in. The NFL it's has. Like the season's coming closer. All it's, this juicy stuff dropping from the tree. It's Good. feeling like it's happening. It's feeling like it's happening. I mean, the, the the NFL and the Players Association, they agreed on zero preseason games ahead of the 2020 season. What? And they also agreed on the protocols for testing players for COVID-19 on a daily basis for the opening two weeks of, of training camp. That's amazing. It's wow. good news. I mean, I don't know. It can be bittersweet because – People wanted to see those games. Dallas was coming to L.A., so everyone was going to get hyped to see Dallas come play. But, I mean, hey, the main reason they did that is because teams had to delay their training camps and everything. Now they get more time to be with the teams. But let's be real. I mean, this is, it's going to be fun week one because I feel like teams are still getting used to their new playbook. Now they're finally seeing an actual defense. I don't know. It's going to be fun. It's going to be like college ball the first two weeks. I don't know, man. Here, here's my take. You guys tell me what you think. We went from... Oh, I don't know. Where did we go? So we went from four preseason games, right? And then yes. we went to two preseason games. Yes. And then we went to zero preseason games. So now we're like... Oh, it's like, like a number... It's like a number line, right? The negative numbers like went from negative four to negative two to zero. Now we're like on the positive side of like actual real games. And the the, the fear, and at least for me, is that, that that line is moving and it's not gonna stop moving. So my fear it, it definitely is, has no you know what I mean? more, more slack to go. If yeah. it does, we're all gonna be sad. I'm just I'm yeah, I'm just saying, I'm just saying they've already erased four, then they erased the two, now we're down to zero. 
at what point do we get to the, you know, and you know, breaking news, we're skipping week one. So that's I don't want that to happen, but I would not be surprised if that happened. So but fingers I, crossed. I, I have a feeling that it's actually going to be it's actually good. It's going to give the players time. I think it's with the this is being done with the idea of starting on September 10th. Uh, I think the next big marker is July 28th when players start reporting. You know, I think rookies, I think rookies for uh, the, the Chiefs and the Texans because they had the first game. I think they started to report today. So, which is a good sign that everything is full speed ahead. Good. So, I mean, I'd like to think that, you know, things that you're looking at baseball right now. And players have mm-hmm. been in mm-hmm. camp for about three weeks now. And, uh, the, you know, they, they, got, they got the guys tested early on and they're still continuing to be testing. And there has been almost zero new cases good. Among, the, among the players. And, and players are really doing a good job of policing one another, making sure that they're, they're staying, staying out of, staying out of the, 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 the real world as much as possible. So I'm hoping that, that football kind of follows suit. And I think football, they're going to tighten it up even more because this is the NFL and they full contact sport. Yeah. So I think they want to make sure that guy, and, and and I think enough guys have gotten it that they're, they could kind of do the scared straight thing with guys and be like, Hey, you know what? This thing is serious. <laughs> this yeah, thing, yeah. you do not want to get this thing. Do not be going out to parties. Do not be hosting people. So I think that I, I think there's going to be, um, a, you know, kind of hopefully a good mix and, uh, hopefully by getting players in camp and getting them tested, uh, frequently, I think it's going to make it better for, uh, uh, the possibility that the season is going to start on time on the 10th. So I hope so. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I better have someone on Gronk making sure he's not trying to go. <laughs> he's got it. He's in the perfect position to just go out in Florida, go party. You're with TB12, but nah, he's got to lock down. Well, I mean, if Florida does lock down, but someone's got to be on. He that just needs guy. to hang out like at TB12's pad, like in the backyard, you know, and like. You know, play cornhole with, with Tom and just hang out, and drink <laughs> drink white claw out of a red solo cup and just chill, Gronk. Don't be going Honestly, out there being crazy, man. Should just rent out a whole hotel in their nearest city. It helps the hotels. It'll help them keep everyone together and away from the public. So I don't know. They need to do something because yeah. I need football and, and testing daily. Testing daily is nice. Yeah, and it's a waste to test because everyone else needs them. But hey. It'll make sure that uh, we have football. At least they're trying. At least they're trying. And, that, and that's and that and that's the good thing. I mean, I think they really realize the 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 need that this is. And let's let's not let's let's also be serious. There's a lot of money at stake here, for right. for the teams, for the networks, for the players. I think it's just for uh, Vegas. I, for Vegas. I mean, you know, the, you know, NFL is like what well, Super Bowl is what number one event that's bet on, yep. you know, on, on the planet, right? I think, you know, Super Bowl. So let's not let's not uh, you know, let's not minimize that either, because you know, and like I said, getting rid of preseason games, that's just that itself. I'm sure Vegas is like, oh my God, no, you know, you're getting rid of preseason because people, even though those games are lame, people still bet on them. So <laughs> people still go to Vegas and bet on preseason games. So Vegas is definitely losing out big time with any loss of any NFL games, including preseason. Well, I think I think what this does is it affects the rookie running backs a little bit. Uh, the, the guys who look like they were going to be either, you know, I got, you know, all the guys. Oh, I mean, yeah. even Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is expected to be the yeah, starter, but he's, 
Yeah, DeAndre Swift is is gonna take. Does that JK make you draft him later? Does that affect their draft position? I think it. I think to me it does. It should. I, mm-hmm. It should. I think You're it makes me. Them. They're not gonna get the wear. They're not gonna. Yeah, I, I I would definitely think that. And with like Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow's gonna suck. Yes. He yes. is not gonna be. He's gonna go like if the if he's gonna start, he's gonna go up against a top def, uh, NFL defense. I know he's going up against some hard ones first. I think he's going against the Chargers first. Yes. And he's never seen an NFL defense against him before. Nah, it's going to be easy pickings right. for the Chargers. That's when, you go to, that's when you go to Vegas and put all your money on the Chargers in that game, right? Yes, Chargers. Yes. Interception. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be... Interesting, interesting. No, it's it, it, it's going to be good. I definitely, I mean, like on, on rookie running backs, I'm, I don't know if I want anybody before a flex position. And at you that point, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, your second RB. I would uh, I would like to get somebody before him. I would like mm-hmm. to get two mm-hmm. guys before I get him. Yep, yep, yep. So I would like to. I don't know if I would be able to, because I think there there's still enough of a hype train for him. But uh, all the other guys, at best, uh, at best, I'm getting them as my as my flex player or my first guy on the bench to yeah. kind of stash for like. Because I think I think there's going to be a few guys that are going to be uh, in in starting roles. I mean, last episode we were talking about how I, you know I, I think DeAndre Swift will be the starter within a, within a, a few weeks. Oh mm-hmm. my God! Yeah, boy. I'm getting I'm getting a little background noise here. Yeah. Is that a, every is that time a, you talk, Georgie, I hear the cricket. It's crickets. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a I've got a cricket in the bedroom, so yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, good, sorry, Familia. Hey, man, you know. Sorry, Familia. We're gonna have to deal with the well, crickets. Hey, it's Jim, Jiminy Crickets. Like Disneyland is closed, but we got Jiminy Cricket. Guess, I guess wasn't experience. sure if someone like was ESPN family. Is that Disney <laughs> ESPN stuff? We, we got Jiminy Cricket in the house. <laughs> oh, go figure. NS, go figure. NS well. Well, uh, speaking of crickets, are we going to be? Have we heard crickets <laughs> on uh, Antonio Brown's career? Uh, uh, he, he did. He did tweet that out today that he has officially, uh, unofficially, officially. I mean, I don't know how official Twitter is, but the guy uh, posted up on his Twitter I, I that he's like done. To, uh, I would like to uh, quote what he said. Go for, for it, Ray. Go ahead and read that, please. It is time to walk away. I've done everything in the game at this point. He's like back the risk is greater than the reward. Thank you, everyone, who've been part of this journey. I sincerely thank you for everything. Life goes on, 84. I came, I saw, I conquered. Mission complete. Call God. Man, he's like, that's like all, like, how many cliches was that, George? Like, if he was playing, like, like, cliche cliche Scrabble, that's, like, triple word score right there. I think it's five of them right there. Yeah, at the end, he's just like, that was, like, cornucopia of cliches there at the end. That That was fantastic. Uh, but it doesn't mean anything to you guys, right? Not at all. Do you take this seriously? This is like a box. Well, this is, this is, I, I saw Sugar Ray Leonard come back like five times. I saw Muhammad Ali come back like four times. Gronk a year and a half ago was done. Even Too right. Short had his last album like five times. Like, oh, this is my last album. And then like, oh, for sure, okay, this is for sure my last album. Too Short, man. Like, like 10 last albums. So, yeah, I, I agree. You know, this, this is, if this is... Antonio Brown's last album, he's going to come back with another album, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, just earlier today, they said that the Seahawks were were debating whether to take him. They're just waiting to see how long he's going to be suspended for. 
And then I hear you guys talking about this whole tweet. I'm like, man, nah, especially with Josh Gordon already practicing with the Seahawks, that shows you that no one's retirement means anything. Brett Favre, mm-hmm. it goes on. The list goes on and on. No, it's it, it, it's done when he's done. And when when right. he never when he never comes back, I mean, shoot, people are still waiting for Bruce Lee to come back. So, <laughs> Elvis too, man. I heard Elvis, Elvis is in the, the building, right? He's in the building. Huh? My goodness, <laughs> I, I mean, the the, the I, I I remember in 1980 the Who retired, and supposedly this is our last tour, and I just saw them, in, you know, in at the end of last year, almost 40 years later. So. So it ain't over till it's over. It ain't over till it's yeah, over. And this this guy gave up sixty eight million dollars. Oh. I don't need to talk about him ever again unless he's gonna actually catch some balls and uh, do some time. Yeah, until I see him, until I see him st- uh, suiting up on a Sunday. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm, it's I'm, all hearsay. I'm, it's all hearsay. Yeah. Can't believe it. Just until like then, he'll, until then, we'll just look out for him on Dancing with the Stars, and then you know we'll see what happens. From, we'll see what see <laughs> That's what happens. Probably there. what's next. <laughs> when people can actually dance together again in, in public. Cool. Oh, well, we I, I hope another... he goes on The Apprentice. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I hope there is an apprentice. <laughs> we'll just leave that, it at that. Yes, sure, leave uh, it at that. <laughs> in the next, maybe next year there'll be an apprentice, and we'll get we'll, they'll uh, get the original host back. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> well, hey, uh, Derek Henry. Uh, we always love it when players get paid. Derek Henry, four yeah. years, fifty million. Boom. Uh, and tw- half of that is guaranteed, a little more than half of that. You know, we were talking, I, I think after our last show, we were talking about the fact that there was, uh, you know, the possibility for a loaded, loaded uh, free agency running back class uh, this year. And with Derrick Henry at the head of the class, he's walking away from that one. I mean, it's it's a great payday for him. I mean, it, it's, uh, Ricky, you were, you were talking about how it just shows the disparity though, with other positions. Oh yeah, you talk about fifty million dollars, and you put that next to five hundred million dollars with Pat Mahomes. I get it; it's the year difference in quarterback, but my God, that's a big difference. And Derek that's Henry huge. carries that team. And then we were talking about Ryan Tannehill, sixty-two million guaranteed, compared to Henry's fifty. Oh, it's just not fair. Not fair. I think. Uh, and didn't you say Baker Mayfield is now is now getting more money than Derek Henry? Is that is that real? Who said that? I don't know if I said that. I oh, okay. I thought, I thought we. But if <laughs> I hear that, that somebody mentioned that, I'm a, I'm gonna be up in arms. Right. Like I, I, I cannot. I, I can't imagine. But no. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, if if Mahomes deserves, got, yeah, yeah he for sure. Way more. Definitely. Mahomes, Mahomes got five. Mahomes is what five hundred million for ten years. Yeah. And Henry is. Yep. Man, this is technically 20, twelve. Wow. I think it's technically twelve. Okay. That's just, technically I mean, that's, twelve, but still, well, that's yeah. But one contract feels a lot nicer signing compared to the other. I mean, oh, that yeah. is a lot of that. I mean, I mean, but it sounds crazy. Like we 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 have these conversations. It's just it's mind boggling to me where it's just like, oh man, the guy's making twenty five point five million. He got ripped off. Like what? This, this is why I feel like he got ripped off. <laughs> it's a lot of money, man. He's, he's gonna be twenty seven. These are his final four years. These are the only four years he's going to get paid. Yeah, maybe they'll pay him when he's 31 and goes to a different team or has to, you know, sign an extension. But I don't know. Running backs don't have a long shelf life. And How honestly, they, How is they Adrian choose, Peterson? That's Adrian Peterson. I have a feeling he needs the money. So, 
Other than well, that, <laughs> leave early. Adrian Peterson got some cases on him, so. Yeah, well, I don't know. Derrick Henry is built think, like a tank, man. I think he's going to last for a while. Like an one, bunny. Derrick Henry is, I feel like, a beast of a specimen. Yes. yes. So, but the other running backs that we'll talk about later, I think they really need to think that they only got five, six years. If Derrick Henry's a beast, so yeah. he's different. Yeah. And and you know what he he didn't get a lot of run in his first couple of years. In fact, it was his third year that it was the first time that he got 200 carries. Thanks for so, the reminder, man. He was on my team those yeah, first two years. I know. I just did nothing <laughs> for me. Damn it. <laughs> so uh, when he was on my sorry. Whatever, Rick. Lo siento mucho, primo. Lo siento mucho. <laughs> Lo siento. Hi, mijo. Hi, mijo. Yeah. But you know what it. And and uh, but look at look at what's going to be happening to these running backs that are going to be coming up for free agency after next year. I, you know, this article in the big league, great article if you if you haven't read it. Uh, it's it it, sh- it lists out 13 running backs who are all headed for free agency after this season. You know, two of them, Dalvin Cook and and Joe Mixon. Uh, there's talk about them trying to get uh, either holding out or trying to get an extension signed before the next season. But, I mean, the names, you know, aside from those guys, you got Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, Kenyon Drake, Todd Gurley, Leonard Fournette, James Conner, Matt Breida, Philip Lindsay, who's a restricted free agent after this year, even though it's his only his third year, Kareem Hunt, James White, Tariq Cohen, Marlon Mack. I mean, it's just nuts. That's crazy. Some of those guys need yeah. a good year. Yes. I think all of them needed a good year. No, I think I think Kamara's set in stone. He's he's yeah, he's good. Yeah, Mary's yeah. Stone. So Mixon maybe because he's on a crap team, so if he does crap, it's just par for the course. Todd Gurley needs a good year. I think Kenyon yeah. Drake definitely needs Kenyon Drake needs to Right. He need well yeah, he, needs he needs to prove to... that last year wasn't a fluke, right, George? That, that he's exactly. like last year was real. C C C Yep. Mm-hmm. And Connor needs to prove himself because he's off the team. <laughs> They're not gonna re-sign him. <laughs> so he needs yeah, to well, do he's, something. Yeah, he's gotta stay healthy. Yeah, all yeah, those guys. Aaron Jones, I mean, they, they drafted they drafted AJ Dillon behind him. And, you know, the guy gets 19 touchdowns last year. And uh, but could he be looking at a new team next year because they they drafted A.J. Dillon? It's uh, it's it's crazy. And and uh, you guys, you know, you guys, you know, me, the president of the girly man club. Right. You know, he signed for five million dollars. Is he now a year to year guy who's just got every year? He's got to prove it again as until his until his wheels fall off. Probably. Yeah, man. And what about Leonard Fournette? What What about Leonard Fournette? I think he's golden. Fournette's Fournette's golden. I think he's a a workhorse. Like I think Kim and Connor, when they're healthy, you want them. Uh, Yeah. So I think they're guarantees. But when you look at like James White, Tariq Cohen, no one even thinks of them as starter, like the number one running backs. So they're not going to get that big money, and they're not even going to get the ball that much this coming season. So. Same thing with Marlon Mack. You think they will? No, I mean White and Cohen. I think are are two guys who are just kind of gadget guys that that they're they're complementary guys that that just kind of help you out of the backfield. So I don't. I I think that they will have jobs, but they won't get good paydays. Yeah, I think Cohen's more like Sproles kind of. White is good, but I mean like. I don't know. I think Cohen's more explosive, and you can. It's always nice to have that little gadget guy. 
I'm I'm interested to see what Kareem Hunt does. You know, I mean, Heck because yeah. I mean, we talk yes. about I mean, Kareem Hunt. I mean, I don't. I've never seen anyone fall from grace as as. I mean, I'm sure there's guys that that have. But Kareem Hunt, he was like he was the top gun in the in the backfield for the Chiefs, and then he gets what suspended for conduct. And then he gets moved over to the Browns, and then he's just like he's not getting the respect. First of all, he's a stud. But I don't think he's going to do that much. He's not going to make yeah. that much noise on the Browns. I think if he's a free agent and he goes to another team, he, I think he's just going to blow up the way that he used to back when he was on the Chiefs. So I think Kareem Hunt, another definitely a guy to keep an eye on. I don't think he's going to do much on the Browns. But when he's a, when he, if somebody snags him up next year, uh, I think he's going to make some noise again. He's, I'm he's, pretty he's, excited yeah. now that you say uh, that, Heck, because right? if Eckler doesn't do good, Chargers can always get Hunt. That's so. right. That's right. He's a guy. I mean, there, there's going to be, there's going to be jobs open. I mean, some of these jobs are going to, some of these jobs are going to be open, but you know, teams could be looking at, okay, do we draft a young guy or do we draft or or do we sign a guy who, you know, who maybe is going to, you know, is going to take a lesser (laughs) contract like Melvin Gordon did this year. But Georgie, you you just mentioned a big thing. Do I draft a younger guy? What if there are no other draftees because of COVID? and there's no college football season, these guys now get basically they're uh, going to be more sought after since there's no replacements. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's guys, they have tape on guys, you know, yeah. Travis Etienne, the guy, the guy yeah, at Clemson, but, who, I th- who I thought actually was coming out this year, but he didn't. Yeah. It's uh, uh, Yeah. What team is he on? Is he, isn't he on, what is he on the, uh, Clemson. he's on Clemson. Clemson. Yep. 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 He's a stud. So I'd, I'd, I, if he was if he was a rookie, I'd, I'd scoop him up somewhere. That guy's that guy's that guy's bad. He's a bad dude. Yeah, the <laughs> the, the the big lead article named named him plus two other guys. Yeah, I mean, but but the thing is, a lot of these guys, I mean, they're gonna take are they're gonna take discounted deals mm-hmm. next year just to get a just to get a job or just have a shot at at, at having a starting gig. Um, and, and, and I want to get back to Fournette real quick. I I don't agree that he's rock solid. I think they declined his option. So his fifth year. So I think he's, uh, I, I think he, you know, they're, and they try, apparently they tried, you know, the, the, the talk was the cheese may was that they tried to trade him and nobody wanted him. So, uh, you know, it's, and, and the, and Jacksonville and, you know, and, and he's got injury, he's got an injury history last year. He was healthy. So I hope he's healthy again this year. Cause that's the only way he's going to get paid is if he get, if he's healthy and he plays well and makes somebody want you because, you know, as, as I've heard many times before, someone's always watching. So yeah. if, if, it, if it's not your team, there's 31 other teams that are keeping an eye, and they might want to keep they they might want to get a guy cheap. Did he win the Heisman Fournette? Was it, am I am I remembering that right? Or was no, he, the, he, he was, was in the, he was in the running. He was in the running for the Heisman, he was in right? The yeah, yeah, I think that might have been one of the. I think I think he, the year he, he came out was probably the year that um, Lamar Jackson won okay. the won the Heisman. So I think that Got was it. that was his his year coming out. But uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, I mean, so many, so many of these guys, it's amazing to think how many, how many of them are pro bowl caliber players who still need to prove themselves. Or that is, I think, I think Philip Lindsay needs a team all to himself because he, he, when he gets Mm -hmm. the rock and he gets a little momentum, he's good. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He is. Yeah. He and for a little guy, he just gets he just ch- keeps churning and churning. Like Ricky said, like, like kind of like a Darren Sproles model, just like low to the ground, just like he he just go. 
good. And one guy we haven't talked yeah, about is Marlon. Marlon. Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack. I don't like Marlon Mack so much. I traded him to Georgie. <laughs> yeah, but he's now he now he's on Philip Rivers' team. Now he's on now he's on your now he's on your Colts, Rick. Well, so Mar- Marlon Mack, they're not even. I don't know. No one's giving him respect either, like because they're not even thinking he's gonna start. Is Jonathan Taylor or right. or one of the other guys? I don't know. I don't like Marlon Mack's situation, so it's like he shouldn't like his situation either. Well, if he if he comes out at this year healthy, I mean, he could be somebody's cheap, you know, Kyle running back. Yeah. You know, if, yeah. if a team if a team doesn't want to draft a running back, they could th- they could take a shot at him and just be like, hey, you know what? We, or if they want to tr- if they want to draft a running back and still sign him and and, and maybe do something you know, a cheaper version of what like the Broncos did with uh, uh, you know with with Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon and Philip yeah. Lindsay. It's be I just mean the, a lot of the. Yeah, a lot of these guys are going to be in timeshares. It's it's utterly amazing, utterly amazing. So, all right, well, we 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 uh went into that one uh, enough. You know, we th- this this episode is uh, number three of our NFL schedule series. Um, so we've done the AFC and NFC West and Norte, the North. And today, this week, we're going to go. This episode, we're going to go set down south. We're going down you know, south. Let's keep it going. El Sur, El Sur. So we're going to start, like last week, we're going to start start with the AFC, the Houston Texans. Uh, so they, they, they've got an interesting, they, they've got a, a pretty tough opening. You know, they, they open up on Thursday night at Kansas City against the Chiefs. I'm for, I mean, it's doubtful that that place they're is going to be lose. here for what it should be. So, <laughs> I mean, if, if there's no fans in the stands, uh, it's, it's going to be to their advantage. But at Kansas City, then it's Baltimore, hosting Baltimore, then, then then at Pittsburgh. Those are that's a tough gonna opening. Lose. That's they're going to be zero and four before they see the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's going to kill their momentum a lot. But and, and I don't know. I just don't think this team's going to dominate this year. Two years ago they were hot. Last year they uh, were losing their sizzle, and now I just feel like they got David Johnson. Like, come on, they definitely gave up. So they they gave away DeAndre Hopkins for like Cheetos. So <laughs> they're going up against great defenses, and I just don't. I love Watson. I think he's a a hell of a player. He's got good grit and all that. But their team falls apart so easily. I could see them being zero and four easily by the time Jacksonville comes to town. But from a from a fantasy standpoint, I mean, are we looking at you know garbage time points and come from behind? You know, Not just, against you know, those defenses just, right away. That's true. That's true. They're, they're, they're going to be behind, and then they're also playing against tough pass defenses. So so those those deep balls are going to be picked off probably and run back for pick sixes. So. I'll tell you what. After those four games, those players are going to be on a fire sale. So And, I like, Watson might be there because he might throw five picks by the end of that four-week run. So mm-hmm. if he is – Look at his playoff schedule against Chicago, Indianapolis, Cincinnati. Dude's going to throw all over them. He's going to run all over them, going to get those points because he's going to have to – he's got a weak league. He's got, what, Tennessee, the Colts, and some other team? Baltimore, I think. So he's got a chance to win the, the division if he can at the end of the year. So he's going to have to kick ass for week 14, 15, 16. So I like the way Houston looks for the end of the year. So expect in the beginning of the season – 
by D Hop because if people are like, oh, you didn't catch any touchdowns for four weeks, buy him cheap. Yeah, you mean that's yeah, true not at the D-hop. end of the season. Not 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 D Hop. You're talking about just uh, I'm sorry, Brandon not Cooks. They got rid of that guy for good money too, or no money. Yeah, Will Fuller. If if Fuller is still Kuti, if Fuller is still, I, walking, I actually think Cootie's going to be their sleeper, but Fuller's always injured. That soft always. tissue, hamstring. Man. The ha- it's always the hamstring with Fuller. Always. Oh, but he's the, a the high, what might have been he's a high flyer. Yeah, I know. Coming out of Notre Dame, right? He was a see that he. I had him as a rookie. I had him on my team, and that guy was just I mean, him and him and Deshaun Watson. Just they just they just connected, man. And Fuller was healthy, and they were scoring all kinds of points. And then Deshaun non-contact injury in uh in practice, and that just blew up my whole mm. season. I was like, what, two years ago? Uh, three years, three ago? years ago? Yeah, three years ago. Rookie year. Yeah, that was horrible. It's. The thing with him is he's, oh gosh, I mean, Deshaun Watson is so great. And I still don't think Brandon Cooks is dead. But, man, this is such a tough opening. And, you know, with no with no exhibition games for guys to really right. get used to playing with each other. So Hey, that's less likely if it's tough. Brandon Cooks gets another concussion. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's tough. It's tough because when you look at this, I mean, it's, it's some hard-hitting defenses. Right. You know, you, you hope for the best. You hope for the best because, gosh, I mean, the, the, you know, you hear so many th- so many problems with guys having concussion issues, at, you know, yeah. like, after their careers. You don't want to see that with with the guys so t- so young and talented with anybody with anybody. But, um, yeah, I mean, but you got to you got to think uh, if you could survive with Deshaun Watt that beginning with Deshaun Watson as your quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, that Chicago game that at Chicago game in week 14 is a tough one because it's going to be in weather. Just be good enough to get the bye. That's all. Exactly. Get the buy. Get the buy. Because then at Indy and then Cincinnati, both in both in domes. Uh, it's especially that Cincinnati game in Week 16. Oh, yeah, he, that's what I'm be, saying. He, week he five, make those trades. Make those trades for Fuller, Watson. Get them cheap because people are gonna be mad. They're gonna be like, oh, they didn't do anything for four weeks. Buy them cheap. Buy them cheap. And even and- David Johnson. Even David Johnson. Uh, yeah, yeah. Assuming right. he stays healthy. Yes. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> well, let's, uh, Ricky, take us to Indianapolis and your, uh, you know, uh, like Cry uh, Me a River with Felipe Cry Rios. Cry Rivers. Felipe Rios. I love him. I'm sad he's gone. Uh, I have no hope for him. But, I mean, he's lucky he's in the division he is. You got Houston, Jacksonville. And then Tennessee. All three have solid defenses, but nothing that's like uh, nothing to to tell your mama about. But the problem with them is they got to go against Minnesota. The New York Jets still have a really great running game, and honestly, Indianapolis has no running game. And I think as soon as their runs taken out, Rivers sucks. I've seen it live. <laughs> so live. I, and he's going against. The first three weeks is going against mid-tier teams as far as the passing game, but they're still good. Minnesota's still good. The Jets are still good. I don't know. I, I like Indianapolis. All this schedule tells me is that it's not going to be the best retirement tour for Rivers. He's probably going to retire in two years because uh, it's going to be hard this year. Even at the end of the year, they got to go against Houston, who's going to try to be hot because they're trying to win the whole league, and Pittsburgh. So I would avoid everyone on Indian- Indianapolis, no matter what. 
Even more than Mac, like you said, right? Like more than Mac, like you said. Hilton, I wouldn't get nobody. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of Rivers this year. Nope. I'll stay away too. I look at this one. Uh, the one thing, the one thing I like about them, I mean, Indianapolis, uh, the Indianapolis offensive line, Pro Football Focus, uh, rated them the number one offensive line going into the season. So it's, uh, oh. I, I think, I think there are some, huh? There, all continuity, right. yeah, wow. continuity. Yes, it's it's one of the best offensive lines. You know, all five starters started all the games last year and they were one of the they were i think they finished out the season rated third i think in in the wow. league uh i mean they they've got the quentin nelson is a stud uh he's an all pro all pro guard they've they, they've just got they've just got solid players up and down the line i mean i know jacoby Brissett got dinged up a little bit but that might have been jacoby Brissett holding the ball too long because you know True. any line only only has so much so much time but you know jacksonville's gonna have jacksonville's i think is gonna have a trash a basura defense they're 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 tough cleveland's in there um but i mean i do look at that week 16 game at pittsburgh and it's just gonna be that's i mean a dome team on the road in pittsburgh where that that defense is gonna be you know is by that point is gonna be flying high maybe the best defense in the league so that's going to be a tough you know that's gonna be a tough one but the one thing is i think the running backs are still going to be viable on this team and and uh, uh i don't know about the the young receivers ty hilton is still getting gonna gonna get a lot of play but i mean that's uh i mean rebuilding, man. yeah i mean oh they're <laughs> uh, they're they're building some but i think that I, I think th- except for jacksonville i think this division any of any of the other three teams can win the division I really yeah, think I, I so. Think I think Texas Tennessee is the no Tennessee what. is the favorite. The Titans are the favorites. Uh, I think the Titans are the favorites. Texans Texans are good, but they they had a lot of turnover. They had a lot of turnover. yeah. This I is, just oh, think they're explosive. this is a fun division. Tennessee's, Tennessee's like a slow churning team. Like they don't kick your ass. They just manage you. So yeah, yeah I, I think next year they're I think next year they're gonna kick some teams' ass. I think Tennessee. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Derek. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to talk about man. I bet you their average win is going to be less than eight points, easily. Yeah, that could be. That, 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 probably. Yeah, because they're not going to. They'll still get wins, though. That's the thing. Yeah, they're, nice not gonna they're not going to blow people away. They're going to. Yeah, they're going to get a lead and then just give the ball to to Henry and just like yeah, you exactly. know eat up the clock, eat up the clock. Yeah, but no, exactly. that's that's for later. Let's talk about Jacksonville next, Hector. Boom. Well, I'm looking at the schedule here, Jacksonville Jaguars, and uh, it, it seems like the NFL is treating them like like a JV team almost. <laughs> I know, but it looks great. Look at the, I mean, but this is this this looks great for I mean, if you if you want to pick up Gardner Minshew as like your second QB. You know, just and just match him up against you know some some bad you know some you know bad pass defenses. You know that's not that's not necessarily a bad call. You're going against Indianapolis week one, uh, that's going to be you know they're they're ranked number twenty three against the pass. I see Minshew. I liked him last year when he he put up some points. That guy actually surprised yeah. a lot of people by doing a lot of good things. Week two at Tennessee, they're ranked twenty four against the pass. My then they, then they play Miami. Then they play Cincinnati back to back weeks three and four. I see them. I can see Minshew just going bananas against Miami defense and the the Bengals defense. Week five against uh, Houston, same thing at Houston. You're playing on turf. 
bad defense, number 29 against the pass. So I can see Minshew actually doing some things from a fantasy standpoint, actually making a little bit of noise there after five weeks. They, they, they may be four and one, as crazy as that sounds. Um, and then coming at the end of the, you know, rounding out the season there in playoff time, week 14, again, Tennessee. Avoid them. Uh, Avoid and, and then again, week 15, though, starting up the playoffs, you're playing at Baltimore. Yeah. That's that's not that's not going to work. That's and then for be, championship week. Yeah, the championship so, week. So I'll uh, tell you what. This is how you need to look at it. Yep. You're going to have Minshew doing mm-hmm. awesome right before he goes to Houston. So you high. trade whoever has Watson. I knew you were going to say that. You're, you're you trade like, Fournette. Like I, wouldn't, I would not trade Fournette for, for Johnson. But, yeah, it's like the stock market. Because look at that playoff schedule. I don't want to go against Baltimore Week 15. That's when no they're fans. clinching. Yep, yep. And, and Chicago's just going to get better and better as the season goes. I don't know. I always yeah, love their, their defense. Yeah, their defense is going to be. Yeah. And, I mean, and especially if Foles is there, yeah, they're, 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 that yeah. team may be actually, you know, playing for something if Foles is is, is behind center just, for Chicago. Just use Jacksonville, just ghost them, use them for four or five weeks, sell high, get out of there, telling yeah, you. Use them at the beginning, yes, use them at the beginning and sell high. Yeah. And is, what's Fournette going to do if, if, I mean, if, if uh, you know, after the first five weeks, if they're coming from behind, how much are they really going to use Fournette? I mean, how much of an opportunity does he really have to make noise to put up some big numbers if they're coming from behind all the time after after those first five, you know, delicious weeks of you know playing against you know pretty bad pass defenses. I think the the season tightens up a little bit after that, and and it may be tough going for Fournette. They might have a couple wins in there. See, I mean, yeah. even though we're expecting oh, Jacksonville to be one of the worst good. teams, I mean that yeah. four and one's possible. Yeah, maybe they might have a couple wins in, yeah. in that first five. That, that Miami yeah. and Cincinnati games are, are going to be yeah, winnable. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, Indy, for Indy, sure, but maybe four and one. I mean, by week five, by week oh, five, I don't the think whole four receiving. And one. I don't by think week, four and one. I'm thinking two and three. Well, by the week five, what if uh, the receiving core for the? You don't uh, think they'll beat the Indianapolis? I, I, think I think it'll they, be tough. Minshew, I man, I like, I like Minshew. I like Minshew. <laughs> yeah, I like Minshew too much. Dude, <laughs> just got to stop in Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be in Jacksonville, but I just I I, I have a feeling that that the uh, that that the Colts are going to just run the ball, run good. run run run, yeah, because Jacksonville's is, defense is not going to be good. That is a good point. We shall so see. That, that, I, I, I think they're going to want to be like, look at our shiny new toy, and let Philip Rivers throw all on them. That is so, true too. It is week one. It is week one. There is a yeah, there is a political. One. There's a there's a little bit of politics there. <laughs> But that's a great point. That's a great point. You're not bringing in Philip Rivers as a brand new QB, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know, stud, you know, career, you know, quarterback and come in and just hand the ball off all game. I don't think that, I don't I, I agree with Rick. I probably it's probably not gonna happen game one at least. <laughs> yeah. Later after they see that he's uh, got no weapons. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, the, yeah, those young those young receivers, you never know. T- uh, what uh, Michael Pittman Jr. and Paris Campbell, we're we're, we're going to see what they got. But you know, getting back to Jacksonville, uh, they're going to play in a lot of shootouts. Especially uh, early on, Minch is going to be throwing a D. I, I think I think there should be uh, plenty of investment in DJ Chark. DJ and I think Chark, this, yep. 
Definitely. This shows us that they're that they're that the run defenses that they're going to go against in the, early on in the season. I mean, Indy's going to Indy was a very good run defense last year, number seven in the league. Tennessee was in the middle at twelve, but then Miami, Cincinnati, and Houston were both you know in the tw- in the twenties. Or Cincinnati was number thirty-two. So uh, Leonard Fournette could have a good start. So yeah. uh, I think you know, the only solid would be Chark. Yeah, I think just the wide because garbage time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chark's gonna Char, Chark's gonna be really good. Chark, he, he's gonna be really good, and Gardner Minshew's gonna be a good, a good player in Superflex. Um, so closing out the AFC South, Tennessee, the Titans, and uh, you know we've talked about Derrick Henry and uh, this guy. I mean, he's got he's got some tough middle of the road to tough tough run defenses. I mean, well, he's he's got Denver in the fir- in Week One at Denver. So they're they were number sixteen against the run last year. Jacksonville was number twenty eight. So he's gonna he's gonna get fat on that one. Mm-hmm. I think Minnesota they were thirteen last year, but they're kind of coming back down to earth. Pittsburgh at home that one's gonna be that one's gonna be tough sledding. Uh, that one's gonna be a bruising game. That's gonna be like the, you know, the days when uh, Eddie George was there and they they had to play Baltimore and uh, and, and yeah. Pittsburgh and they were so Baltimore. So the Pittsburgh and Buffalo games will be tough. But you know, again, this is Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. It's like AP, like AP in his prime. It's just, it's just they're, they're bulletproof. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what defense you put up there. They're, he's gonna, he's gonna make noise for sure. I, I love Derrick Henry. I just can't believe you guys are. I don't know. It's been one year, guys. I know he's great, but uh, I mean, it's one. I would love to see more before I let him cause this much saliva drip from my mouth like you guys <laughs> you know you don't but you don't but you don't need to see more this is his third year already the first two years they they completely misused him uh, i mean I, I like i said i had him on my team the first year so i paid very close attention to Derek Henry. the guy was awesome but i could tell he was unhappy like i would watch games and stuff and he just he just <laughs> he just no he was he just wasn't in he was like wasn't into it like he was kind of playing like man. he was Kind of lollygagging it because he was behind. He was playing, you know, second fiddle. I can't remember the uh, the, the other running back that was Deion starting. Lewis. Was Deion Lewis. And then before oh, that, no. it was the guy. The guy. Oh, no, 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 uh, the, the Cowboys. Marco Murray, yeah. Marco Murray. Yeah, he was. And he was. He's. He was way more. Even then, he was way more talented than Demarco Murray. And I think he knew it. You know, and I think pretty. I, I knew it. You know, so I think people knew Demarco Murray. I don't know what that was. Why they played him ahead of Derrick Henry? That was just lame. He had the yeah, exactly. But that's stupid. I think Derrick Henry knew, and I, I don't think he. I think he lollygagged a lot. I think he kind of played the kind of half-ass. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the plays. He was he just, his heart just wasn't in it. I, just, I watched him. I'm just like this. This is not. This is no way. This is the same Derrick Henry that ran at Alabama. And now last year, when he finally is the bell cow, he just ate people for lunch, man. They're, they're, they were talking about d- defensive backs are afraid to tackle Derrick Henry. They're scared of him. And these are NFL guys. So yeah, I don't need any more. I don't need any more any more evidence to tell me that Derrick Henry is just gonna blow people up again. Like I said, the first two seasons were an anomaly just because he really wasn't into it, and last year he proved this guy's for real. What do we think of uh, uh, Ryan Tannehill and maybe like AJ Brown on the oh, passing side? my guys, side? man. Those I, are I my think guys. Ryan Tannehill is the new Alex Smith. He's gonna be just a game manager. Ooh. That's all I like about him. I mean, I he know, was great. I think last year he was just like he knew he was walking on eggshells. 
This year, I think he knows he can throw an interception or two. I don't know. I just don't believe in the guy. I don't know if I just feel pessimistic today or what. You're, but, you're, uh, it's that White Claw, man. What's in that stuff? <laughs> yeah, you, I'll tell you what. You guys stick have to beer, beer, man. What, what is this? <laughs> Easily. Here's and, what I think. I think he's more. It's, I think he's gonna. He's gonna end up more like a Kirk Cousins. I, I think. I, like I said before, these he Kenyon Drake and Tannehill were stuck on a crappy Miami Dolphins team that they didn't. You know, it was coaching or whatever. They just, th- these guys are way better than everything that they showed on the Dolphins. Both Kenyon Drake and Tannehill. Now that Kenyon Drake goes to Arizona, blows up. Tannehill comes over here to the Titans. Last year, he, him and AJ Brown, they did awesome. So I'm looking for it again. I, I, ten, Titans are no joke. I think they're going to go far. I like them a lot. I like Tannehill to do to improve upon his season last year. AJ Brown, I had him on my. I had both of these guys, Tannehill and Brown, on my team late in the season. They put up tons of points, and I see a lot more of the same happening this year. I like I like the Titans a lot. I the only thing I like is the end of their season because they go against Jacksonville, Detroit, and Green Bay, mm-hmm. and I'm just like. Dang, they just got to score a lot of points those games, and those are playoff games. So, Derrick Henry and Tannehill are going. Yeah, those are some. Yeah, those run man. defenses are 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 the below average. Jackson right. had a yeah, for sure. So, and Detroit's got a horrible pass defense. So, and a run defense is what ranked twenty one last year. They're they're going to give up some yards. Uh, mediocre through weeks one through five. Yeah, I like how and, they look and, in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the season, Derrick Henry. Uh, I mean, two years ago, he was a he was the he was so many teams MVP fantasy teams MVPs. Except he didn't play and championship. Last, I know he didn't play championship week. <laughs> he probably cost some people championships. So, <laughs> uh, whatever. Uh, uh, except not you. <laughs> whatever, Rick. <laughs> oh man. Well, let's like go to the NFC. week the whole year was championship week. Well, it but didn't matter because you guys won. You guys won a turtle. You won a turtle race on that and uh, uh, championship like week. Eighty to fifty. Oh, I remember. It was disgusting. It yeah. was disgusting. Well, it was like the entire uh, year for Hector. That's how it was. I know. No, but I, I, I was that guy last year that I that, that there was. It was a twelve team league, and every week I was number eleven, but I had, ended up playing like the number twelve guy. So I, I, you, I, you know, like. To in me points, when I played like, you, and I was the <laughs> highest scoring team. Yeah. And just when I played you, I got like sixty something yeah, points. That just, I was so pissed. What do we I call was, that? I was like, that was the juju. That was my. Gonna go that was to my. The heck so juju. That was the heck juju last year. I was. I had like the second <laughs> to the last. I had the second to the you know least amount of points, and and I always I was I ended up playing against the guy that has the the least. So I was like second least, and then I just happened to be playing the guy that had the least. So I got a I got a win, even though it was like. 60 to 60, 65 to 63 and, and other guys are just getting like 150 points and i was yeah, winning like i was winning like 59 to 56 <laughs> yeah you were was, you you had the bruja luck you yeah, you, exactly. you had the bruja luck well let's get back on let's get back on track let's get back on track let's get at the nfc atlanta hot atlanta it's uh, quite uh, some tough games there at the beginning. Uh, Rick, what do you, what do you, what are you thinking on, on, oh, yeah. on the Falcons? I mean, I like them. Uh, the only problem is I don't know what Gurley's going to do with them. I hope Gurley's good. They got a bunch of star-studded games. They're going to go against Seattle, which is going to be a big, big game. Uh, a lot of offense there. So you want to be yeah. part of that. Same thing with Dallas when they go there. 
then when they go to Chicago, I mean, I don't well, this the, the Chicago game is going to be in Atlanta. Yeah, so they'll probably easily take that one. Then they go against Green Bay. It's nothing. All I see here is they're going to score a crap load of points. So I would definitely want to hop on anything in Atlanta. It's just they have Gurley, and I don't trust Gurley. If they had like any other running back, I'd be like, that guy's about to pop off. But then I see that they have Gurley in their holster, and I'm like, ooh, even with good games in the line, like honestly, he's just Matt Ryan. It's gonna be a Matt Ryan year again. Even at, and the the problem is at the end of the year they go against the Chargers week 14, and they got I'm telling you they're gonna have the hottest defense on the passing side, so you're not gonna want Matt Ryan. But other than that, Tampa Bay and Kansas City for your semis and your finals, I like Atlanta if you're Matt Ryan or Julio Jones. And yeah, Calvin Ridley, and Calvin Ridley, they're yes. still good. They're they're he, they're they're gonna you know from a, does, from a passing side, they're gonna for have the second wide receiver. He actually does get some points, so yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be one of the better number number two receivers in the league. He's getting a lot. Uh, he's getting a lot. One, what's his what's his ADP? Where, where's where's Calvin Ridley? I know he's I, I, he's been getting a lot of a lot of attention, Calvin Ridley. Yeah, no, he has been. He's, he's coming he's, up. He's yeah, coming he's coming up. up. That's what I'm saying. He's, there, there's a lot. There's a lot of lot of lot of positives about Cameron Ridley. A lot of a lot of fire around Cameron Ridley. Is let me see. I'm looking. He's wide receiver 16. Wow. Right after Juju. Right after Juju, and right in front of Cortland Sutton and AJ Brown and Keenan Allen. All he's three of those guys time. are behind Calvin Ridley. Wow. So that's big time. Yeah. That is Both big. Seattle receivers, Lockett and Metcalf are behind him. Robert Woods, all those guys are being drafted behind him. I'm like, ooh. I, right? And I expect big things. But. Yes. Yeah, I'm looking out for that. But, you know, I, I mean, you always know that Atlanta's going to throw the ball a ton. Matty Ice, Mateo Yellow is going to be is going to be good. Uh, you know, some some kind of you know tough matchups in there a little bit. That Chicago matchup at the beginning is gonna be is gonna be tough, but really everybody else, uh, you know, they can they they're uh, the Chicago matchup and the Green Bay matchup because it's gonna be at Green Bay and and uh, Atlanta some, seems to have trouble outside of the domes. Uh, weather won't be an issue because it'll still be a late late September early October game. Uh, I think it's an early October game, but then Carolina in Week Five. That one's going to be a, a home game against Carolina. That one's going to be big. That and one's going to you know, be play- like forty-one to forty-eight. It's going to be a fun game to watch. You know, and then and then you get into the playoffs. I mean, if you survive the the Charger game, you got Tampa Bay, which is always just shootout between those two teams, uh, and it's a home game. And then at KC, I mean, can you imagine how much they're going to have to throw to try and keep up with uh, with? Mm-hmm. with 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 Mahomes, that's just gonna be. Oof. And we haven't even mentioned that they play. Uh, they played the Saints twice, right? One at one home and yeah. one away. They're in the same. So yeah. so those games are mixed in between week six and week thirteen. They play the Saints twice, and that's always. I mean, every every year, if, if you know, if you want to bet the over, you know, you look at the you know the Atlanta Falcons in the Saints game. Those guys just they just go back and forth. They just they just put up silly numbers on the scoreboard. So you know that's gonna be another. Those, those both of those games are gonna be big shootouts. You're looking for Matt Ryan and. Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones to put up some big points in those games. Well, speaking of silly points, uh, Hector, take us to you know your sleeper team, Carolina. Carolina right. Panthers. I'm looking at uh, so I'm looking at this is so this I'm looking at this at their their schedule here first five weeks, and I'm looking so I'm trying to look at you know the you know the run defenses and the pass defenses 
But then the, the thing is that Carolina has Christian McCaffrey, where he 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 kind of it doesn't really matter. You know, he's in a he's in a run and he's in a catch and he's gonna go for a lot of yards either way. Week one, Carolina's at home against the Las Vegas Raiders, who had the 25th ranked pass defense. I'm looking at Teddy B to jump all down the Raiders' throat week one. Yeah, they were eighth against the run last year, but so what? They're just going to dump off to McCaffrey. He's just going to go bananas. You know that, Rick. You had him last it year. Doesn't it doesn't matter what the matter. defense is. It doesn't matter. Exactly. McCaffrey's going to kill him. It doesn't matter. Week two. In one way or the other. Bay. Week two, he Tampa Bay. Get you. They're going to jump all over Tampa Bay's defense. They were 30th against the pass. Just, you know, see what I said about week one at the Raiders. Same thing. He's going to go bananas. Teddy B, I see him here 2-0 so far. And remember... The over-under for them for wins this year is five and a half, which I still think is crazy. <laughs> so that's after week two, I see them as two and oh. Week three, Chargers, you've already Chargers spoken enough about the Chargers having a solid defense, Rick. That's going to be a challenge. They're playing at L.A. That might be a tough one. They may not be able to squeeze that one out. Then we go to week four at home against the Cardinals, who had the 31st ranked pass defense, 24th against the run. I see them just jumping all over the Cardinals there week four. Week five, Atlanta, shootout, big points for Teddy B. McCaffrey, again, you're not going to stop him. You can only hope to contain him. Yeah. That game's going to be. Atlanta did upgrade their defense. They got Dante Fowler from uh, mm-hmm. the Rams. But I, whenever it's, you know, an interleague matchup or interdivision, yeah. it's going to be a shootout if both teams yep. have shootout-type players. If it's they a defensive do. team, they'll be, you know, defense games. But no. Nah. The the NFC South is just filled with explosions. So anytime these teams play against each other, you want a part of it. And remember, Teddy Bridgewater is staying in the NFC South. You, you remember that he was on the Saints last year, and he won five in a row in this division last year. So he's not a he's not a, it's not like he's coming from a different division and learning. Oh, these you know who are these teams that I'm playing against? You know, I'm not familiar with these teams. He played these same teams last year. Knows these defenses, knows these schemes, so he you know, he already has an advantage there. Let's look at the playoffs: week 14, and, 15, and, and 16. And a huge chip on his shoulder, knowing yes, he's by yes. far the worst Giants. quarterback in that division. Who is who's the worst quarterback? Teddy, Teddy? B. You think so? Uh, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Matt Ryan. There's no way you tell me he's better than either. All right, okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's kind of. I, I, I suppose I suppose when you put it that way. <laughs> All right. So only, 14, only when 15, you put it that way. Only when you put it that way. So Denver, week 14, start your playoff run. Uh, they're playing at home, so that give them the advantage there, even though Denver's defense has been pretty decent, kind of middle of the road. Weeks 15 and 16, you got, you're got you at Green Bay. That's a weather game. That's going to be trouble. And then game, week, yeah. week, week 16 at, at the uh, Washington NFL team, who's had a mediocre defense, 31st against the run. You're going to see McCaffrey just do damage. I want uh, McCaffrey. That could be a weather game, but still, yeah. McCaffrey is weatherproof. Yes. He's weatherproof. He's like, he's like an umbrella. He's, he's just like water. He's like, he's like Kevlar. <laughs> you know, that, that, opening, that opening section with all those, all those tough – all those – you know, bad pass defenses. I mean, I think that just increases the uh, the value of someone like DJ Moore. Yeah. And, and your boy Robbie Anderson. I mean, they, oh yeah. All of a sudden, oh, yeah. they could they they could get some they could get some boom. And, you know, maybe even Curtis Samuel gets off to a uh, a decent. Oh yeah, start. I'm and, a 
yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of DJ Moore. I think he does. I think he does very well. And, and again, I think I think Teddy B is underrated, completely underrated. So I think he's going to do a lot better than what people are saying, and that that, that definitely is a benefit to DJ Moore. No, it's it's it, it's interesting. I mean, there there is definitely going to be weather that they have to deal with late in the season, weeks fifteen and sixteen. But man, I mean, that, get get those guys and then uh, you know train them about halfway through the season. So. <laughs> uh, down south, Nolens, uh, you know, all the all the way down, you know, the Saints. Uh, gosh, I mean, you, you love this team. This is definitely a Super Bowl contender. Uh, you look at, the, I mean. Everybody's been. I think when we were doing our big matchups, that that game against Tampa Bay in Week One, yeah, I mean, you're just circling it and being like, okay, bet the over and just grab grab a couple of beers and uh, mm-hmm. some popcorn and just enjoy that one. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy that one. Mm-hmm. But you look at the you look at this opening. I mean, you got uh, then, then you got the the Raider. You know, you got Tampa Bay, so that's going to be a big passing week. I mean, it might be it might be a tough running week for the for the running backs. But then Alvin Kamara could just catch passes out of the back right. and have like, a big yep. game. Yep. Next week, the Raiders are going to have a tough time. They're, the uh, New, New Orleans is not going to have a tough time with the Raiders because they're <laughs> even even though it'll be in their new stadium, uh, it's just. Uh, you know, they're 25. They're, the, by the end of the season, people were passing on the Raiders all over the place. I know they they signed some DBs, but still, by that point, I think Michael Thomas is gonna is gonna have a great game. Uh, you got Green Bay, a little tough against the pass, uh, but and, and but it's a home game. Then you get to, yeah, that that's the first of three straight home games, and then you got Detroit. Not good against the pass, and then the Rams. They, you know, they're they're also going to be. They they were fairly decent. I mean, you got Jalen Ramsey back there, who's gonna, who's you you figure he's gonna stick. Uh, can't guard Mike, but still, you know, Drew Brees will Drew Brees will find a way. Drew Brees will find a way. I don't know if the Rams will be able to neutralize them in the Superdome, even if even without fans. I think last year are- they they didn't look like they were in sync. They got rid of Mark Ingram. Uh, Kamara wasn't always healthy. Neither was Drew Brees. Right. And uh, I just saw this stat, and I was finding it hard to look at. They're thirty-seven and nine in their last forty-six regular outings. So they're a hot team. Last year was just a fluke. And I know Drew Brees. He always does one year bad, one year good, one year bad, one year good. He's done it forever. Look it up. Last year was his bad year. This year's going to be his good year. People are already going to draft Kamara high. I'm going to want him real high because the schedule's juicy. Like, he's going to score mad points if he's healthy. Same thing with Drew Brees. I don't see an issue with the playoffs. I don't see an issue with any part of the schedule. I want part of the New Orleans team this year. Yep, I totally agree. And, and this is what I tell people whenever whenever people ask me, you know, who's your team? Who's your team? You know, who's your, who's your you know, your NFL team? And for years, I always told people that. Whoever's hot, right? Oh, I have fantasy. I'm a fantasy player. I'm a fantasy player. But if I had to have a team, if I, you know, if I had to pick a team that I'd probably lean toward the most of any team, it's the Saints. Because, I, you know, I've been playing fantasy now. What We're doing, like, what, our 10th or 11th year, guys? Or 10th year, I think it is? The 11th year and, and, we've had. Yeah, 11th year. So pretty much every year, as, as far as I know, as far as I can remember, I, I, I generally had at least one Saint on my team. It, it just kind of works out that way. And um, I, I and I so I root for the Saints. I find myself rooting for the Saints more often than any other team. So this is my team. If, if I had to have a team, <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm a Saints fan. I I guess by default. 
but yeah, I, I agree with you, Rick. I think uh, this this looking at this this schedule against these defenses and and how these rank. Uh, the, the Saints are going to have a solid year. Drew Brees last year fluked the thumb thing that was just weird. Kamara getting hurt. I, I think uh, if they were if they were all healthy, they would have had just a repeat of the year before, making a Watch Super Bowl. Out, you don't want to rub your voodoo on them. I know. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta save that. But uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of the Saints. Uh, based on what I'm seeing here, uh, yeah, I, I would definitely buy stock. You know, all across the board here, this we're looking at explosive. Yeah, oh, they, they, they put up tons of points. But this is this is points. Now that they've added, I mean, it was already big with Jameis Winston. So I mean, this is going to convert over to you know Tom Brady and Gronk. They're still going to throw up mad points over there. And not only that, but you have uh, Godwin and uh, you're, you're 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 just yeah. There's there's points galore in this division. And then you look at the playoff, their playoff weeks, 14 and 16. I mean, Philly, we'll see if they even have a, a good defense. They added Darius Slay, but who knows if they're going to be able to do much. But then they're not even going to have fans in the stands. Yeah, they're not going to have fans in the stands. KC, that's going to be a shootout right there. And then Minnesota, yep. uh, a home game against Minnesota, that's going to be another. There's going to be some point. They're going to score some points on that one because yep. Minnesota's pass defense really took a step backward last year. So. It's like a rivalry uh, yeah, game too. Wouldn't you agree? It's kind yeah. of like a rivalry oh, yeah. game. Like the last couple of years, like Saints, Saints and and the Vikings, they just they just kind of go at each other. They're that they're that that one game a couple of years back where, um, what was his Stephon, name? Stephon, Stephon Diggs got Stephon the walk Yes, yes. Just oh man, just I think that it's not really bad blood, but it's just a nice nice rivalry between those two teams. I, and they're I know definitely it's going to watch that replay before yeah. the game. I'll tell you yeah, that. <laughs> they'll yeah, show that. Man. Well, that's gonna be good. It's gonna be let's fun. close it. Let's close it out uh, on on the quicker side, Rick. Uh, let, let's close it out with TB12 and TB. Uh, it, it's the, a it's an explosive league, guys. You're gonna have TB starting off in New Orleans, then going to Carolina, then going to Denver. He's barely gonna start hitting mud when he goes to uh, the Chargers and Chicago weeks four and five. But other than that, all you gotta know about Tampa Bay is. Don't get anyone who runs on their team. Just get the guys who fly. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and that's really all I got to say about Tampa Bay. It's Tom Brady. The only right. time he's going to be weak is when he has a team that can actually uh, rush him. And that's going to be someone like the Chargers or Chicago. But then when you get to the, the, the playoffs, some reason the NFL gods love Tom Brady even more because they're going to put him against Minnesota, Atlanta, and Detroit. So these are going to be monster teams. Atlanta and Detroit, oh my goodness, those are going to be like 100-point games as far as 50 points on each team. <laughs> and no weather. You're, there's going to be no and weather no to weather. deal with. All what, a, what a coincidence. Tom Brady yeah. gets like the the cushy the cushy winter games. Minnesota Dome, Atlanta Dome, Detroit Dome. How, how convenient. Well, he's at home for Minnesota, so he's oh, the cushy. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not Dome, but yeah, it's not, not Dome. But, you know, in Florida, like, you know, 75 degrees and sunny. Exactly. <laughs> so there's it's... nothing like – like, I remember we talked last week how Dalvin Cook's schedule scared me on getting him. There's no player on Tampa Bay I'm looking at like, ooh, I don't want them because I see this later on. No. Their team is locked and loaded, and their schedule, their road to the Super Bowl or for your yeah. Super Bowl, it, it looks good. Don't don't shy away at all. Yeah, Godwin, Evans, you got Gronk. Yeah, you just lock, lock and load. And all these past defenses, it's like he's, he gets to go against Atlanta, New Orleans, and then whoever, we, the Carolina. It's like he's going to score so many points. Yep. So, and to <laughs> oh, finish yes. your semis and your finals – 
Your finals against Detroit, the worst passing defense last year. <laughs> Tom Brady's picking himself in fantasy. That is not. That was not a coincidence. That's not. He's a picking coincidence. himself in DFS. That right? is not a coincidence we'll, we'll at they, all. We'll see if they end up with a. We'll see if they end up with a lead Caballo on running back. So that yeah. one's. I don't think that, they will. You mean like uh, that's already on their team or pick one up? No, somebody on their team, either Ronald Jones or Keyshawn Vaughn, if they they become the guy. So, well, that's going to be another. Let, 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 let's save that for another one because uh, we're 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 running out of time here. Eso es todo. For, I know. Eso es todo for our show. I know we're always having so much fun. We hate to cut it off, but uh, thanks again to Anchor for being our hosting network and for making sure our independent podcast gets out into the familia. Uh, please subscribe and leave us a review on Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, remember to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and also on Facebook. So again, everybody, gracias otra vez. Uh, and remember, todos somos familia. Adiós, amigos. Salud, y'all.